0: Welcome to Matthew's World of Wine and Drink, an educational podcast dedicated to teaching you all about the wines of the world, the different regions, the different styles, the different grape varieties, and the history and culture of wine. Continuing our series on Fortified Wine, we're going to look at sherry production in this episode, how sherry is made, and why the different styles of wine are so varied. In the previous episode, we looked at viticultural background of sherry, how important the climate, the vineyard, and the grape variety is to the styles of sherry which are eventually produced. But those different styles of sherry are fundamentally to do with how they've been aged, what happens in the winery because that changes the colour, the style, the style of the wine and when they're released also. So what uh, changes all these different styles? Well, first of all, before we actually get to the winery, let's look at once again at the grapes. Because the grapes, which are um, all going to be palomino, 95% palomino, come in different styles. Some of them are quite fine and delicate. And the wine producer will look at these and decide that they are destined to become a fino. Or the grapes may be more robust and fuller-bodied, and these grapes are destined to become an oloroso. And then there may be some that will be in between, which the producer will kind of change his mind over time, what kind of style of wine they're going to be, and we'll look at what, what that means as we go through this episode. So there are two types of ageing. There are biological and oxidative ageing. So we'll look at biological ageing first and what that means exactly. The styles of wine which are made using biological ageing are Fino and Manzanilla. And the biological ageing is referring to the floor. F-L-O-R, which is referring to the layer of yeast deposit which forms on top of the wine. And this looks fairly disgusting, and sounds fairly disgusting, because it is basically a layer of scum which is formed on top of the wine. But this has a vital role in influencing the style of Fino or Manzanilla. So how does this flaw come about? Well, first of all, the wines are fortified to 15%. ABV and this is a perfect level of alcohol for floor to form so floor will only form between 14 and 16 percent ABV so that 15 percent level is just right in the middle then the butts or the uh, 600 litre oak barrels which Sherry uses are only filled 5 sixths of the way so 500 litres of the 600 litre barrel is filled with wine and this creates a gap which allows a reaction between oxygen in the air and the nutrients the minerals and the dead yeast cells which are in the wine and this instantly forms a layer of floor that layer of yeast deposits which we've been talking about the other ideal condition in the Sherry region is that the bodegas are cool and damp and even more so near the river or the sea in the towns of San Lucar de Barrameda or Puerto de Santa Maria and these cool damp conditions just um, enhance the uh, possibility of floor and the floor will actually be thicker the nearer nearer it it is to the sea. So what does the floor do? Well it protects the wine from the oxygen in the air. So it's a bit of a paradox. The floor forms from a reaction between oxygen and the wine but once it's formed, and this is very very quickly, it protects the wine from the oxygen. So what happens over this long ageing period, and a Fino is a minimum of two years ageing, but it's more likely to be three to four years average ageing, or sometimes even longer. And despite that long ageing, the wines remain fresh and pale coloured. And contrast that with a regular white wine. Imagine that had been aged for two years. It would not have that fresh, pale colour, which um, a Fino or a Manzanilla does. What the floor also does is that it eats the nutrients in the wine, that's how it stays alive. So the wine has to be topped up to keep the floor alive, and this is where the Solera system becomes extremely important. So we talked about the Solera system in the previous episode, how it's a simple yet sophisticated form of blending wines from different um, years to create have a blend of younger and older wines and create a consistent um, style of wine over the years. But with the Fino Manzanilla, the importance of the Solera system is also that it keeps the floor alive. And so the wines are topped up three to four times a year. And the Solera system in the F- Finoes and Manzanillas is topped up more often than for example an Oloroso in order to keep that floor alive. So what kind of style of wine does the floor create for the Fino and Manzanilla? Well, first of all, we have the acetaldehyde, which is, gen- general, considered quite a nasty aroma. If you smell it in a regular wine, it's considered a fault. But in sherry, it's it that really distinctive aroma, and it's also something you find in cheeses. So there's almost a, a cheesiness to a fino or a manzanilla. The floor also eats glycerol in the wine. And glycerol is something which is often found in high alcohol wines. And it's a natural byproduct of fermentation. And what it does, it really adds to the perception of sweetness in a wine, almost a jamminess. And it's something you might find in a Zinfandel, for example, that really ripe, almost sweet fruit aromas. And that's actually coming from the glycerol. Well, the pheno is completely opposite. Because the floor has eaten glycerol in the wine, the wine appears very dry and a Fino or a manzanilla can be some of the driest wines you'll ever taste because there's no residual sugar and there's very little if no glycerol so a really dry mouth coating dryness to the wines the floor also allows the wines to age and though that aging produces roasted almonds and baked apple aromas and then the wines that are grown or made by the seaside and that can add some salty or even seaweed aromas to the wine kind of depends how sensitive you are to those types of aromas Manzanilla, how is that different from Afino? Well, the Manzanilla has to be from Sanlúcar de Barrameda, whereas Afino can be from anywhere in the Sherry region. And Sanlúcar is by the sea, and that um, just intensifies the formation of the floor because the conditions of damper are damper and more humid, and so the floor is thicker. And so the wines can be a bit more um, delicate and fresher than Afino because they've been protected even more from oxygen by the thick level thick layer of floor. And also because a manzanilla is grown near the sea, there can be a saltier aroma to the wine. Again, depending on your sensitivity to salt. So that's Fino and Manzanilla. What about Amontillado? So an Amontillado starts life as a Fino and then becomes its own style of wine. And that's because the floor is removed from the wine. And this can be done artificially or naturally. The floor naturally dies. Or the wine is refortified to around 17 to 18% alcohol. So remembering that floor survives at 14 to 16% alcohol, but anything higher than that level, it will die. So refortifying to 17 to 18% alcohol kills the floor. And this allows oxidative aging. So now the wine is no longer protected from oxygen. It is actually exposed to oxygen in a very gradual um, manner. It's not just a very quick oxidative ageing, it's something which happens over years. So an is probably going to be five to seven years age, or even older. And that ageing results in an amber colour, which comes from the oxygen, and cooked fruit aromas and hazelnut aromas as well. But it still retains the delicacy of a phenol. Then we have oxidative ageing, all the way from the beginning, which is how an oloroso is made. So this is very different from a Fino or Manzanilla, or an Amontillado, because although a very small layer of floor may form right at the beginning, it is very quickly fortified to 20% alcohol. And this obviously kills any um, semblance of floor off, and means that the wine is aged oxidatively all the way through. The barrels are fully topped up, allowing a small gradual exposure to oxygen. And so in Oloroso it's aged for a long period of time, the minimum time is 8 years, but it can be aged for much longer than that, for 20, 30 years, and there are Solera systems which go back to the 19th century. So that slow exposure to oxygen uh, just gradually ages the wine, changes the wine into what the wine that we get in the bottle. Remembering that sherry is always ready to drink when it is bottled, all the ageing has been done in the winery for us. What we also have to remember is that the wine is 20% alcohol, so that high level, high level of alcohol um, just protects the wine from the oxygen. If this was a regular wine that hadn't been fortified, that oxygen would ruin the wine and just change it into vinegar. But that high level of alcohol allows the wine to maintain its structure and its, and to preserve its integrity while, while developing mature oxidative aromas. And so what the oxygen does to an rosso is it changes the colour to a brown colour, and the the deeper the colour, the um, older the wine is going to be. And then there will be mature aromas of leather and game. And you'll get walnuts and Brazil nut aromas, almost mahogany. And then dried fruit as, aromas as well. It's a really mature style of wine. And then finally, we have one other style of uh, sherry, which is the Palo Cortado. And this is a mysterious style of wine. And it's a wine that sherry producers want to be mysterious. They romanticise it quite a great deal. And this, some of them will claim they don't know how a palo cortado is made, although it's probably fair that they actually do. But traditionally they actually may not have done. This wine just developed in its own way, and so they became known as a Palo Gattaro, this very rare style. But what happens is that it goes through all the stages that we've talked about, beginning life as a Fino, then becoming an Amontillado, and then becoming an Oloroso. So essentially it goes through three fortifications, the first to 15%, the second to 17 to 18%, and the third to 20% or even higher. It varies in style a lot, all according to the producer. Some try to allow this to happen naturally. So, for example, a wine starts as a Fino, and then they think, oh no, actually, this will be better as a Montiardo, because it's a bit fuller-bodied. And then they think, Oh, after a few years, actually, this has got a lot of texture and a lot of richness to it. Let's refortify it again to Nola Rosso, and then they decide actually it's something different because it's gone through all these different stages. It is actually a Palo Cortado, or the producers actually know from the beginning that they have this Solera system which really works well for this style of wine, and then they're just constantly refortifying to uh, change it into a Palo Cortado. But it's something which is very mature and very old because it's gone through th- these three different styles. Um, It has to have um, aged for quite a period of time, but it's a mixture of delicacy and maturity. Delicacy from when it was a Fino and the maturity from when it became an Oloroso. And it has whiskey aromas and baked fruit aromas and leather aromas. The is more amber than the brown colour of an Oloroso because it has that freshness from when it was protected by the floor at the, right at the beginning. It's always very complex. These are more expensive styles of wine. Because it's gone through these three different processes, and they're not going to be an inexpensive style of wine because it's uh, involved a lot more um, care. So those are the different styles of sherry. Really important to distinguish between biological and oxidative ageing. That's the essential difference between the styles of sherry, how much oxygen they've been exposed to, if any at all. And then breaking that down into the Fino, Manzanilla, which is all biological, the Montiardo, which is a mixture of biological and oxidative, then Oloroso, which is all oxidative, and then the Palacotaro, which is a mixture of everything and every different style. So in the next um, episode, we'll look at the sweet styles of sherry, uh, in particular Pedro Jimenez, but then also the sweetened styles of Fino, Amontillado and Arlo Rosso. So thank you for listening. Uh, this is Matthew, and this has been Matthew's World of Wine and Drink.